We give the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father God, as we come together, Lord, and steal your word, Father, the fellowship together, Father, we ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and you will touch all those, Lord, hallelujah, that are sick and diseased, Father God, those who are ailing, Father God, those that are suffering from mental illnesses right now. Father God, oh, Lord Jesus, we call the ladies, neighbor, Father God, as we are here on the line, we ask that you are touching them all and touch them right now. Hey, hallelujah, right in the name of Jesus, as she can feel your touch, she can feel your presence, Father God, as you can continue to heal her body, to strengthen her mind right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh, Father that we come to and we know that you feel no more because we believe in the report of the Lord. Father God, we thank you and we praise you and we give you glory for what you've done. Yes, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for raising us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for our 
that I could say? You know, Sunday mornings we come to service. Um, not at this time. Just remember to, um, we're still, uh, trying to help support Pastor Daru. So if you have a small donation, we thank all of you all for your donations and for giving. But if you could, you know, just remember that we are serving. And I wanted to uh, do something for a couple of the children going back to school. And so um, we need to keep that in mind, too. We do have children that are part of the ministry. And that... uh, we try to help where we can and a lot of times I just do stuff and I don't really say anything about it but y'all just keep that in mind that we are about my father's business we are a ministry and we believe in helping others and reaching out and helping the others and I also uh, if any of the ministers apostles apostle and I have been invited but also if you uh, all of y'all in leadership if you would like to get on every other Tuesday, um, not this coming Tuesday, but we'll announce it again next week, um, they have a roundtable on Apostle Rachel Floyd, and Apostle Olivia and I have been uh, invited to get on there. It's leaders. It's for, for pastors, for bishops, apostles, prophets. Elder Bishop, you know, any of y'all that would like to get on, Mother, if you like your intercessors, it's every other Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we will get that number, and we'll announce it next week, Apostle, because it's every other Tuesday. It was last Tuesday, but Apostle and I missed it. I've been out, you know, uh, trying to take care of things with my sister and everything about my dad's estate. But uh, she's invited us to get on, and you're more than welcome. Oh, it's so rich. It's a, a lot about leadership and things that are going on, and a lot there are from all over the country, and they get on and pray uh, from 2 to 3. Amen. Apostle David Short's on there as well, Apostle Rachel. But uh, it, it's a wonderful, if you just want to sit in and listen to the prayer, it's very powerful. So, um, God had relieved me from my duties with the other prayer line. And so now, God, before I could even get out of that door, God's already opened another one. He said, okay, you got, you need to be praying with the apostles and the prophets and all the other leadership. So, uh, we've been invited to participate in that and we'll have the number next Sunday, Apostle. We'll have the number that we can give. Amen. 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 Yes, amen. That's very exciting. We look forward to that. Amen. Thank God. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring the message. Amen. And it's a review because the Lord just wants us to remember about be aware of the wheat and the tares. And so we're going to go into the wheat and the tares again. And it's beginning in Matthew 13, the parable of the weeds. And it reads, the, the 13th and beginning at the 24th verse. And it reads, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. 
But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the, the wheat and went away. Now when the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, did you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. So let both grow together until the harvest. And at that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Mm -hmm. Amen. This is the word of the Lord today. He, he wants us to think about this. He wants to review. He wants us to review this once again. See, this parable is talking about the kingdom standing before God. Tares or wheat like grass that look like wheat, but have mm -hmm. firmer roots. And while the laborers were sleeping, the enemy came and planted the tares among the wheat. But because they looked so much like the wheat, they were told to let them grow because they might pull up some wheat by mistake. Mm -hmm. And their strong roots, they damaged the good plants. So they were told to wait till the harvest is come. We all must stand before God, and it is saying, this is, this is saying that, this, that we have to stand before God. Because the time is close. And so the Lord is reminding us once again to examine ourselves because once again, we're going to have to stand before God. And the Lord is reminding us of these things. You notice that over and over again, he's saying, make sure your house is in order. You know, examine yourself. Where do we need to repent, you see? Or we end up getting... Uh, wound up with the wrong group, the wrong people. Are we looking at things that can make us weary, that can turn us from the Lord. You see, the Lord is reminding us of these things, you see. And that's what he wants us to see. The good and the bad are growing together. And harvest time is almost here. This is an exciting time, but God will separate the wheat from the tares. He's coming for a church without a spot or blemish. The righteous, mm -hmm. those who are in the right standing with God. Both good and bad are present, and they are both growing together. And in the meantime, the Lord gives them another peril. And see, this way, the Lord really he wanted them to think about this thing. So he went over about the mustard seed and the yeast, and he, so he, he gave them another parable while he had them thinking about this. And so, therefore, he comes back. And see, the Lord allows us to choose which way we will go. See, while we're in the midst of this world with the good and the bad, he does. He allows us to go which way we will go, except the Lord or the world. And Jesus lets us know our situation through the wheat and tears. We are living together in this world, but we will be rooted out one day if we're following the bad. If we're following the good, we're going to be rooted and we're going to be separated. So everyone's going to see that. We try to put a distance between good and bad, and it is impossible to do this. Instead, we have that assurance that it will bring sorted, sorted in the end. It will be sorted. That we, they will be exposed. But we're going to see who's really 
not of the Lord in the end because the Lord is going to expose them. We can't just look at the ripe fields. We look at what's happening before the harvest. You see, in the midst of the, before the harvest, we got to see what's going on because we're uh, in the world, but we're not of the world. The damage done while the enemy is on the rampage, he's going to do a lot of damage, you see. He's going to come against us taking those down who he has convinced to go with the world. You know, he's going to take them down, but they don't think so because they look at the world and they think it's so convincing, it's so wonderful. They're starting to look at things and they desire these things, but he's going to take them down and they don't realize that. While others become overwhelmed with evil and miss the revelation that is coming, you see, they be overcome and they're not even looking at what's going on. Good and bad are increasing, and we can't expect evil to increase as, word, as the Word of God says. As we are, are, see many will become wax cold, we see what the Lord is saying, and they will only desire what is best for them. But the good will increase also. As many come to Christ, we will see more of God's glory on earth, more of His power, and more of His salvation. Will we be God's laborers in position and ready for the harvest? Will we be the ones that go out and minister to those and bring them into Christ? You see? Now, the seal represents the church. You see, this is what the Lord is telling us. It represents the church. And, and there's a, a study of Jesus referring to as the kingdom of heaven. And, and in the field, God who is the master or the farmer, plants the good seed. Now, the good seed represent the Christians who have a covenant and a relationship with God and seek to grow closer and be more like Jesus, you see. Now, the enemy shows up and tries to sow discord in the church, so he plants weeds or tares. And the weeds may represent busybodies, people who tip and hurt the spiritual walks, of one of those that are, are following Jesus Christ, the ones that are, have good seeds. And as they do this, 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 this is horrible because some people, you know, they come and they come to try to hurt you. They come to try to bring you down and they can pass, you know, and they even can pass for good seeds. You know, the Lord says that Satan comes as an angel of light. So they can come, they can look like uh, a good seed. They can look like a Christian. They can, uh, you know, they can bear fruit. False fruit, fake fruit, but they can do it. The harvest here represents the end of the world or end times, where the true status will be made known. Those who belong to the wheat will earn a place in the barn in heaven, and the tares will earn a fire in hell, John 12 and 24. None of us know when Jesus will return. And we need to place our faith in God, not in other Christians. See, we see now there are Christians who have left and abandoned the church. And we are to only look to the father, the farmer, and not the other plants in the field. Don't look at other people. They may be the enemy, and God gives us a choice. See, we can't choose to follow them because they look, it looks up, they are famous. They look good, they look stronger, they're going real good, and everybody's going to, you know, going towards them. They're being pulled, they have charisma and everything. We have to look at God. 
because God will give us a choice. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23. We do have fake Christians in the field, and we must weigh anything any Christian tells us against what Scripture says, or they become a stumbling block to us. Only God knows everyone's heart and true intentions, and that's why he tells them to wait till the harvest time, you see, because only God knows the difference. That's why he said wait. We may try to oust anyone who we deem to be a weed in the church, you know, because some people say, oh, look how they looking like, you know. They come looking any kind of way. They thinking they all that. But see, the Lord say, uh-uh, we can look at a person and judge them, and we may see that they are, uh, say that they are a weed or a care in the church. We may make us a mistake and cause that person to fall. We may hurt that person's feeling and cause him to, to go away from the church. So we wait on God to expose, and he will judge the wheat and the tares. The wheat and the tares may look the same. Even the wheat may fall prey to the deception of a tear. And we must wait for the Lord for of the harvest to make the decision of who the imposters are. And the believers, we also have to be ready of the effect, you see, how it affects us when we find out the truth. The tares have on us, you see. We have to be aware Amen. of who they are. The Lord gives yes. us a discernment Amen. to see who they are. Becomes, because some are fake. They look good. They have piety. They appear to have piety or religion, but they are fake. They bear fruit. They false fruit, they have false righteousness, but we are supposed to be aware, the Lord says, and have discernment to be able to see, because they can affect us, you see. Satan plants tears to hinder us, and has stumbling blocks to keep us from being fruitful. The Lord has told us on these about these things in his word. We yes. exist in every area of our life. And it should not surprise us that many Christians will leave the church because of these tears, you see. Many will right. fall short. Many will become wax cold. Many will be, be led astray. Many yes. will be deceived. The Lord said even the elect may be deceived. So we have to be aware. Yes. We have to keep our focus on the Lord and be aware of what is our surroundings, you see. Yes. We have to pray constantly. We have to pray because we have to have a relationship and enter relationship with God. So we, we may right. not so we may not fall. And this was going on because the tears are entwined in our life closer than ever, you see. And this is what the Lord gave me today. And may God bless you and keep you, you know. If we, we you know, we see these things going on in our life, so we have to continue to pray to the Lord. That's Lord, right. keep me strong. Keep me aware, Lord, Jesus, so that I may not fall, that I may not fall, I may not be deceived, Lord Jesus, that I may not go a wrong way. Keep me, Father God, where I can hear your voice. Keep me, Father God, in your presence. Keep me close to you, Lord Jesus, so that I may not look and, and find myself in a filled with sin, in a, in a, a surroundings yeah. of sin, Father God, where I have no business being. Father God, keep me, Lord. Oh, Lord, keep me, remind Find me, O oh Lord Jesus. Convict me, Lord Jesus, so I will not go the wrong way, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, we pray. Keep us, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, the conviction could be great, Lord, because we do not want to end up like the tears. We do not want to be like the tears. We do not want 
to be a care, Father God, when we have fallen, when we have abandoned our posts, when we have backslidden, Lord Jesus. We yes. just want to be who you called us to be. We want to continue to be your child, yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, but Father yes. God, we ask that you will continue to keep us. Oh, Lord Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this, this session today. So I thank everyone for being on today, and I'm going to ask uh, Elder Johnny, can you uh, lead us in the altar call, and if all hearts and minds are clear, if there's nothing else, I'm going to ask you to lead us in the altar call, and if you would dismiss us after that, Elder Johnny. Unless you have anything else to say, Bishop, I'm sorry. Let's just remember Aunt Pat, she's got a little, a little congestion. Just keep playing oh, okay. as well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to ask uh, Elder Davida if you can, if you don't mind. Okay, I don't mind. If you are wanting to come back home, if you know that Jesus is the Son, the living Son of our Father, and you believe that he was raised from the dead with all power in his hands, and all you have to do is admit that, that he has done those things. Yes. And yes. all you have to do is admit your sin to him. Yes. And all you have to do is to ask forgiveness. And if you do that thing and confess, Confess. All you have to do is confess. Then you will be saved. Amen. Right now. Right now. Immediately. Amen. All you have to do is believe that these things are so. Then you are welcome in to the family of Christ. That's all you have to do. See, accept him as the Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth and believe that he is the risen, risen son of our, of our Lord, of, of Jesus. Jesus is the risen son. So come on in. That's all you have to do. I'm not saying that everything is going to be perfect. But you have a Savior that will carry you. You don't have to carry. You don't have to carry someone. You don't have to carry a statue. You don't have to go visit a temple that a statue may look like you. That's the problem. But you got a Savior that will carry you in times of trouble. Okay. Just come on in. And you will have a Savior that will love you and accept you. All you have to do is repent. Come forth. Right now. Right now. Come to Jesus as you are. He's not asking you to be worthy. He just wants you as you are right now. Just come on. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. You, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Amen. And if you're looking for a church home, you're welcome to join About My Father's Business, New Outlook on Life International. And if you if you if you if you don't want to be a part of this church family, which I don't see why you wouldn't want to be, then you can just contact our senior pastor, Apostle Olivia, or our bishop, Bishop Young, and they can connect you with the church in your area. Because they are connected with many covenant churches. Yes, not cut co- not contract churches. Amen. But covenant churches yes, that God. are apart and love our Lord Jesus Christ and serve him in spirit and in truth. Amen. 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 Now, if all hearts and minds are clear, I will do what our senior pastor, Apostle Olivia, has asked me to do. If that's all right with you, Apostle, I will dismiss. Amen. Yes, amen. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful wonderful week, everyone. God bless. God bless. Love you, family. Love you, too. Bye-bye. This is Bishop Angela Young, and if you need to reach us by email... You can reach Apostle Olivia Larry at olewis2 at yahoo.com or myself, Bishop Angela Young at youngangela48 at yahoo.com. If you would like to send a donation to About My Father's Business, you can make it in care of Bishop Angela Young About My Father's Business, and that is P.O. Box 1487. Black Mountain, North Carolina, and the zip code is 28711. God bless you, and I pray that you enjoy the teaching on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father God, as we come together, Lord, and steal your word, Father, to fellowship together, Father, we ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and you will touch all those, Lord. Hallelujah. That are sick. And disease, Father God. Those who are ailing, Father God. Those that are suffering from mental illnesses right now. Father God, oh Lord Jesus, we call the ladies. May God, Father God, as we are here on the line, we ask that you are touching them all and touch the right now. Hey, yeah, the Lord, we are right in the name of Jesus. And she can feel your touch. She can feel your presence, Father God. And you can continue to heal her body, to strengthen her mind right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh Father. We yes, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. 
the glory of yes, my life. Yes, God. You get it. You get the glory. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. remember to um we're still uh trying to help support pastor and daru so if you have a small donation we thank all of you all for your donations and for giving but if you could you know just remember that we are serving and i wanted to uh do something for a couple of the children going back to school and so um we need to keep that in mind too we do have children that are part of the ministry and that uh we try to help where we can and a lot of times i just do stuff and i don't really say anything about it but y'all just keep that in mind that we are about my father's business we are a ministry and we believe in helping others and reaching out and helping the others and i also uh if any of the ministers apostles Apostle and I have been invited, but also if you, uh, all of y'all in leadership, 
if you would like to get on every other Tuesday, um, not this coming Tuesday, but we'll announce it again next week, um, they have a roundtable on Apostle Rachel Floyd, and Apostle Olivia and I have been uh, invited to get on there. It's leaders. It's for, for pastors, for bishops, apostles, prophets, elder bishop, you know, any of y'all that would like to get on, mother, if you like your intercessors, it's every other Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we will get that number, and we'll announce it next week, Apostle, because it's every other Tuesday. It was last Tuesday, but Apostle and I missed it. I've been out, you know, uh, trying to take care of things with my sister and everything about my dad's estate but uh she's invited us to get on and you're more than welcome oh it's so rich it's a a lot about leadership and things that are going on and a lot they are from all over the country and they get on and pray uh from two to three Amen. apostle david shorts on there as well apostle rachel but uh it, it's a wonderful if you just want to sit in and listen to the prayer it's very powerful so, um, God had relieved me from my duties with the other prayer line. And so now, God, before I could even get out of that door, God's already opened another one. He said, okay, you got, you need to be praying with the apostles and the prophets and all the other leadership. So, uh, we've been invited to participate in that and we'll have the number next Sunday, Apostle. We'll have the number that we Amen. can give. Amen. 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 Yes, amen. That's very exciting. We look forward to that. Amen. Thank God. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring the message. Amen. And it's a review because the Lord just wants us to remember about be aware of the wheat and the tares. And so we're going to go into the wheat and the tares again. And it's beginning in Matthew 13, the parable of the weeds. And it reads, the, the 13th and beginning at the 24th verse. And it reads, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the, the wheat and went away. Now when the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, did you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. So let both grow together until the harvest. And at that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Mm -hmm. Amen. This is the word of the Lord today. And he, he wants us to think about this. He wants to review, he wants us to review this once again. See, this parable is talking about the kingdom standing before God, tares or a wheat-like grass that look like wheat, 
but have firmer roots. And while the laborers were sleeping, the enemy came and planted the tares among the wheat. But because they looked so much like the wheat, they were told to let them grow because they might pull up some wheat by mistake. Mm-hmm. And their strong roots, they damaged the good plants. So they were told to wait till the harvest is come. We all must stand before God, and it is saying this is this is saying that this that we have to stand before God because the time is close, and so the Lord is reminding us once again to examine ourselves because once again we're going to have to stand before God, and the Lord is keep reminding us of these things. You notice that over and over again He's saying, "Make sure your house is in order." You know, examine yourself. Where do we need to repent, you see? Or we end up getting uh, wound up with the wrong group, the wrong people. Are we looking at things that can make us weary, that can turn us from the Lord? You see, the Lord is reminding us of these things, you see. And that's what he wants us to see. The good and the bad are growing together in this Harvest time is almost here. This is an exciting time, but God will separate the wheat from the tares. He's coming for a church without a spot or blemish. The righteous, Mm -hmm. those who are in the right standing with God. Both good and bad are present, and they are both growing together. And in the meantime, the Lord gives them another peril. And see, this way, the Lord really he wanted them to think about this thing. So he went over about the mustard seed and the yeast, and he, so he, he gave them another parable while he had them thinking about this. And so, therefore, he comes back. And see, the Lord allows us to choose which way we will go. See, while we're in the midst of this world with the good and the bad, he does. He allows us to go which way we will go, except the Lord or the world. And Jesus lets us know our situation through the wheat and tears. We are living together in this world, but we will be rooted out one day if we're following the bad. If we're following the good, we're going to be rooted and we're going to be separated. So everyone's going to see that. We try to put a distance between good and bad, and it is impossible to do this. Instead, we have that assurance that it will bring sorted, sorted in the end. It will be sorted. That we, they will be exposed. But we're going to see who's really not of the Lord in the end because the Lord is going to expose them. We can't just look at the right fields. We look at what's happening before the harvest. You see, in the midst of the, before the harvest, we got to see what's going on because we're uh, in the world, but we're not of the world. The damage done while the enemy is on the rampage, he's going to do a lot of damage, you see. He's going to come against us, taking those down who he has convinced to go with the world. You know, he's going to take them down, but they don't think so because they look at the world and they think it's so convincing, it's so wonderful. They're starting to look at things and they desire these things, but he's going to take them down and they don't realize that. While others become overwhelmed with evil and miss the revelation that is coming. You see, they be overcome and they're not even looking at what's going on. Good and bad are increasing and we can't expect evil to increase as as the word of God says. As we are, are, see many will become wax cold. We see what the Lord is saying and they will only desire what is best for them. But the good will increase also. 
as many come to Christ, we will see more of God's glory on earth, more of his power and more of his salvation. Will we be God's laborers in position and ready for the harvest? Will we be the ones that go out and minister to those and bring them into Christ? You see? Now, the seal represents the church. You see, this is what the Lord is telling us. It represents the church. And and there's a, a study of Jesus referring to as the kingdom of heaven. And, and in the field, God, who is the master or the former, plants the good seed. Now, the good seed represents the Christians who have a covenant and a relationship with God and seek to grow closer and be more like Jesus, you see. Now, the enemy shows up and tries to sow discord in the church, so he plants weeds or tares. And the weeds may represent busybodies, people who tip and hurt the spiritual walks of one of those that are following Jesus Christ, the ones that have good seeds. And if they do this, 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 this is horrible, because some people, you know, they come, and they come to try to hurt you. They come to try to bring you down, and they can pass, you know, and they even can pass for good seeds. You know, the Lord says that Satan comes as an angel of light, so they can come, they can look like uh, a good seed. They can look like a Christian. They can, uh, you know, they can bear fruit, false fruit, fake fruit, but they can do it. The harvest here represents the end of the world or in times, where the true status will be made known. Those who belong to the wheat will earn a place in the barn in heaven, and the tares will earn a fire in hell, John 12 and 24. None of us know when Jesus will return, and we need to place our faith in God, not in other Christians. See, we see now there are Christians who have left and abandoned the church. And we are to only look to the father, the farmer, and not the other plants in the field. Don't look at other people. They may be the enemy, and God gives us a choice. See, we can't choose to follow them because they look, it looks up, they are famous. They look good. They look stronger. They're growing real good, and everybody's going to, you know, going towards them, they're being pulled, they have charisma and everything. We have to look at God, because God will give us a choice. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3 and 23. We do have fake Christians in the field, and we must weigh anything any Christian tells us against what Scripture says, or they become a stumbling block to us. Only God knows everyone's heart and true intentions, and that's why he tells them to wait till the harvest time, you see, because only God knows the difference. That's why he said wait. We may try to oust anyone who we deem to be a weed in the church, you know, because some people say, oh, look how they looking like, you know. They come looking any kind of way. They think they all that. But see, the Lord say, uh-uh, we can look at a person and judge them, and we may see that they are, uh, say that they are a weed or a care in the church. We may make us a mistake and cause that person to fall. We may hurt that person's feeling and cause him to, to go away from the church. So we wait on God to expose, and he will judge the wheat and the tares. The wheat and the tares may look the same. Even the wheat may fall prey to the deception of a tear. 
and we must wait for the Lord for of the harvest to make the decisions of who the imposters are and the believers. We also have to be ready of the effect. You see how it affects us when we find out the truth. The tears have on us, you see. We have to be aware Amen. of who they are. The Lord gives us a discernment Amen. to see who they are. Because, because some are fake. They look good. They have piety. They appear to have piety or religion, but they are fake. They bear fruit. They false fruit. They have false righteousness. But we are supposed to be aware, the Lord says, and have discernment to be able to see because they can affect us. You see, Satan plants tears to hinder us and as stumbling blocks to keep us from being fruitful. The Lord has told us on these about these things in his word. We yes. exist in every area of our lives. And it should not surprise us that many Christians will leave the church because of these tears, you see. Many will right. fall short. Many will become wax cold. Many will be, be led astray. Many yes. will be deceived. The Lord said even the elect may be deceived. So we have to be aware. Yes. We have to keep our focus on the Lord and be aware of what is our surroundings, you see. Yes. We have to pray constantly. We have to pray because we have to have a relationship and enter relationship with God. So we, we may right. not kill. So we may not fall. And this was going on because the tears are entwined in our life closer than ever, you see. And this is what the Lord gave me today. And may God bless you and keep you, you know. If we, we you know, we see these things going on in our life, so we have to continue to pray to the Lord. That's Lord, right. keep me strong. Keep me aware, Lord, Jesus, so that I may not fall, that I may not fall, I may not be deceived, Lord Jesus, that I may not go a wrong way. Keep me, Father God, where I can hear your voice. Keep me, Father God, in your presence. Keep me close to you, Lord Jesus, so that I may not look and, and find myself in a filled with sin, in a, in a, a surroundings yeah. of sin, Father God, where I have no business being. Father God, keep me, Lord. Oh, Lord, keep me, remind Find me, O oh Lord Jesus. Convict me, Lord Jesus, so I will not go the wrong way, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, we pray. Keep us, Lord Jesus. Us, Lord oh, Father Jesus. God, the conviction could be great, Lord, because we do not want Ooh, to God. end up like the terror. We do not want to be like the terror. We do not want to be a terror, Father God, when we have fallen, when we have abandoned or our posts, when we have backslidden, Lord Jesus. We mm -hmm. just want to be who you call us to be. We want to continue to be your child, yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, so, Father God, we ask that you will continue to keep us. Oh, Lord Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this, this session today. So, I thank everyone for being on today. And I'm going to ask uh, Elder Johnny, can you uh, lead us in the altar call? And if all hearts and minds are clear, if there's nothing else, I'm going to ask you to lead us in the altar call. And if you would dismiss us. After that, Elder Johnny. Unless you have anything else to say, Bishop, I'm sorry. Let's just remember Aunt Pat. She's got a little, a little congestion. Just keep playing oh, okay. as oh. well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna ask uh, Elder Davida if you can, if you don't mind. Okay, I don't mind. If you are wanting to come back home if you know that
Jesus is the Son, the written Son of our Father, and you believe that he was raised from the dead with all power in his hands, all you have to do is admit that, that he has done those things. Yes. And yes. all you have to do is admit your sin to him. And all you have to do is to ask forgiveness. And if you do these things and confess, yes, confess, yes, all you have to do is confess, then you will be saved. Amen. Right now. Right now. Immediately. Amen. All you have to do is believe that these things are so. Then you are welcome in to the family of Christ. That's all you have to do. As the Lord and Savior, confess with your mouth and believe that He is the risen, risen Son of our of our Lord of, of Jesus. Jesus is the risen Son. So come on in. That's all you have to do. I'm not saying that everything is going to be perfect, but you have a Savior that will carry you. You don't have to carry. Him. Yes. You don't have to carry someone. You don't have to carry a statue. You don't have to go visit a temple that a statue may look like you. That's the problem. But you got a Savior that will carry you when times of trouble. Okay. Just come on in. And you will have a Savior that will love you and accept you. All you have to do is repent. Come forth. Right now. Right now. Come to Jesus as you are. He's not asking you to be worthy. He just wants you as you are right now. Just come on. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And if you're looking for a church home, you're welcome to join About My Father's Business, New Outlook on Life International. And if you if you if you if you don't want to be a part of this church family, which I don't see why you wouldn't want to be, then you can just contact our senior pastor, Apostle Olivia, or our bishop, Bishop Young, and they can connect you with the church in your area. Because they are connected with many covenant churches, yes, not co- not contract churches, Amen. but covenant churches yes, that God. are a part and love our Lord Jesus Christ and serve him in Spirit and in truth. Amen. 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 Now, if all hearts and minds are clear, I will do what our senior pastor, Apostle Olivia, has asked me to do. If that's all right with you, Apostle. 
I will dismiss. Amen. Yes, amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. And amen. 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 Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. A wonderful week, everyone. God bless. God bless. Love you, family. Love you, too. Bye-bye. This is Bishop Angela Young, and if you need to reach us by email, you can reach Apostle Olivia Larry at olewis2 at yahoo.com. Or myself, Bishop Angela Young at YoungAngela48 at Yahoo.com. If you would like to send a donation to About My Father's Business, you can make it in care of Bishop Angela Young, About My Father's Business. And that is P.O. Box 1487, Black Mountain, North Carolina. And the zip code is 28711. God bless you, and I pray that you enjoy the teaching on today. The new beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, it's in the name of Jesus. Lord, I come to you right now, Lord, as a yielded vessel unto thee, O God. I lift up my head unto the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from you, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, I pray that you word my mouth with the words to say on today to encourage your people. Hallelujah, God. We thank you right now that thy word, O oh God, is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. Lord, forgive us of our many transgressions, O oh God, those knowing and unknowingly. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. I just like to say I thank God for allowing me this opportunity. I do not take it for granted, but when the Lord says speak, then I must speak. And he told me to contact our senior pastor, Apostle Olivia Larry. I thank God for the woman of God and who she represents in God, not just while she's on the line, but when she's off the line. And the way she walks with God, I thank God for her. But the Lord told me to contact her and let her know that he had given me a word. And I was obedient. And Apostle sounded really happy about it. So I thank God for her on today. And I thank God for each and every one of you on today. So I'm not going to be before you long, but we're going to come today out of 3 John 1 and 2. And I'm going to go over 1 as well. And the Lord is just expressing his desire for us in this caption he wants us to understand that above all things he wants us to prosper 
and to be in good health even as our souls prosper and the lord just kept bringing that to me over and over and over and over again and i said well lord tell me what this means and uh three times john used the theme of goodness or wellness first is general encouragement and the same phrase which starts um, this verse was used to introduce Gaius in 3 John 1 and 1. Second John prays a general blessing and then he appeals for the health of Gaius. We don't know for sure that Gaius had a specific you know health problem or or health concern which would have required prayer but there was one possibility that Gaius may have been elderly um, because the Apostle John was quite old by this time that he wrote this letter and Gaius might have been of a similar age John seemed to have known him for some time and speaks of his church members as children in 3 John 1 and 4. And then lastly, John spoke specifically about Gaius' spiritual maturity. John loved him in 3 John 1 and 1 and spoke well of those he led in his church in 3 John 1, 3 and 4 and commanded his work in 3 John 1, 5 through 8. Now, we're just going to touch base. If someone has their Bible, I need for somebody to read 3 John 1, 1 through 8, if you would read that for me. And I'll wait on you. Okay. okay. 3 John uh, 1? Yes, uh, 1 through 8. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay. To my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that you may all that you that all may go well with you, even if It gave me great joy to have some brothers come and tell about your faithfulness to the truth and how you continue to walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers, even though they are strangers to you. To you. They have told the church about you love. You will do well to send them on their way in a matter worthy of, of God. It was for the sake of the, of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such men so that they may work together for the truth. Amen. 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 Thank you, Apostle. Thank Amen. you so much. So, 3 John 1, 1 through 8 introduced the writer as the elder, which tradition says um, is the Apostle John. It specified that the letter is meant for Gaius, who is 
praise for his positive reputation. So he was a man of positive reputation. And in particular, Gaius is applauded for caring for missionaries and other traveling Christians. And this is especially important to John. So um, those preaching the truth aren't dependent on the support of non-believers. So we have to be supportive of one another. Amen. And 3 John is a short letter from the Apostle John to follow Christian Gaius. John emphasizes the importance of truth, which is mentioned a half dozen times. The passage highlighted the need for Christians to support each other so that missionaries or evangelists don't depend on the support of non-believers. John's words also speak against church leaders who are more interested in reputation and power than submission to the truth. Now, the Lord, he wants us to prosper. He's already explained that. He wants us to prosper mentally, physically, spiritually. He wants us to prosper academically, which I said mentally. He wants us to have a sound mind. He wants us to speak those things that are not as though they are. The Lord is telling us in here that above all things, he wants us to prosper. And he wants us to be in good health, even as our souls thus prosper. But we tend to have it backwards. Now listen to me. We want to what? Our souls to prosper. You see what I'm saying? We've got it backwards. He wants us above all things, he said, to prosper. Go forth. So that we can support one another and to be in good health, even as our souls does prosper. But sometimes we have it twisted. We want our souls to prosper, then be in good health, and then prosper. And that's why we have such a hard time. It's like riding a bicycle uphill with the brakes on. I hope I'm not the only one getting this today because the Lord gave me a revelation about it. We have to be in a place of freedom. He wants us to be wise. He wants us to be wise with our money. Okay? He wants us to be health conscious. He said, I want you to be prosperous and, and in good health. 
even as your soul doth prosper. You know why most of the people of God is stressed out? Because they got it backwards. Oh, we gonna, we we not supposed to advance. We supposed to stay humble. Yeah, you're supposed to stay humble. But he didn't say stay poor. And I I and and I know somebody, oh, she's preaching prosperity. No, I'm preaching what the words say. It's common sense. He said, above all things, so that we can be helpers of one another, we're supposed to be financiers of the kingdom. We are. We are. I'm pointing at me. I got my hand on my chest because I'm talking about bishop. See, when you point at somebody else, you got what? One, two, three, four fingers pointing back at you. So, I'm saying I'm laying hands on me. This is what we need to do. And this is the word that the Lord gave me to speak. He said we have it backwards. How can we share with the impoverished when we don't have it to give? We are to be workers and we're to be like he was he was he was praying for this man because look what all this man did and and I didn't even you don't even hear about him that this this man but but he called him out because he wanted to what salute him applaud him let him know you're appreciated We, this is, a, and we, well, it's not that many, let me tell you something, where t- some of the, some of the biggest things I've seen done has been with the smallest amount of people. Now, I'm telling you the truth, because if you get too many, everybody wants to be what? Tell the truth. You know, y'all can talk back to me, because this is open forum, so y'all can speak back. Want to be what? Everybody want to be the boss. Yep. Everybody got their opinions. Yes. You see what I'm saying? We need to come together. He said where two or three are gathered in his name, that he will be in the midst. Amen. And I, 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 I heard, I heard Apostle David Short do a message about the apostleship, and he talked about the five, one, two, three, four, five, the apostolic grace, and and then he made a fist with his hand. I never forgot that because. Some he has set forth as apostles, and some as prophets, some as teachers, some as evangelists. But it's all for the good. All things work together for what? The good. For those that love who? 
and are called according to his purpose. Now, if you don't love the Lord and you don't, you ain't called according to his purpose, then I'm not talking to you because I'm recording this message. Then that doesn't, that's not applicable to you. But I'm talking to true believers in Christ. We have to come together on one accord. He said, above all things, oh my God, he wants us to prosper, be in good health, even as our souls does prosper. Amen. Read it for yourself. I gave you the scripture. If you don't believe it, I'll say, oh, Bishop Angela's preaching prosperity. No, I'm preaching what the word of God is saying. And he told me to deliver it. Hey, I'm just delivering the mail. That's what he said. Now, I'm just delivering the mail. That's what he said today. We have to come into the full knowledge the knowledge we're no longer babes sucking on breast milk we have to get to the meat of the matter I couldn't think of a better time to come up with a solution do you know the church is in trouble they talking about pandemic They're talking about pandemics. The church is in trouble. A lot of the churches have not, they haven't been able to come back from, to bounce back from where they were before the pandemic, as they call it. Now they're talking about another one going to be worse than that one. So, you know what? And when I was a little girl, they used to sit there in church and they be singing, Hold to His Hand. Yeah. God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. That's where we got to be in our mindset. We must come out of our that old way of thinking. Stinking thinking. Oh, I sense they gonna do this and they might do that. Well, you know what? There's people that are in trouble and they need Jesus. And you never know. You're the only reflection of Christ that they may ever see. And you the you the living epistle, the word walking. You the only Bible they may ever read. They may not pick up a Bible, physical Bible. So they gotta see who more of Christ in you than they do in the world. You see what I'm saying? We're in the world, but we're not of the world. But it's by way of him that we live and we move and we have our being. 
we must come into the knowledge of yes we need a savior yes christ lives in our hearts but we are him on foot look at your feet can you move them up and down i think you can okay then that's what i'm saying one can chase a thousand and two can chase what come on elder bishop ten thousand listen it's all about knowing who you are in christ jesus it's time to if you look down you're gonna what stay down but if you can look up it's hard to it's hard to get up when you're looking down try it try it try to be down down in the floor and stick keep looking down you'll be there for a minute but if you can look up higher than where you're looking down you can get up you can get up You got more in you than you think. You got more in you than you think. And I really wasn't going to speak today, but God said, yes, you are. He said, oh, yes, you're going you're gonna to say this, and then you're going to be done. You're going to turn it over to an apostle, and she will finish up with the uh, communion. But that is the word that he told me to give. He said, above all things, he wants us to prosper, be in good health, even as our souls does prosper. This little man, Gaius, he was applauding him because he was caring for missionaries, other traveling Christians, and doing all types of things. How many people he, he had. Or how many people, you know, if he was a renowned whatever. No, it didn't say any of that. All you need to know is God is counting on you. Look in the mirror or point at yourself and say, God is counting on me. He's depending on me. Because nobody's on here starving, I don't think. And all of us, you know what? He said, be in good health. You know what? He said, be in good health. Because he will perfect those things that concern us. You take it to the Lord. You know, sometimes the more you focus on something, the worse it gets. You ever you ever thought about that? Mm-hmm. More you think about something. I I used to have migraines. Oh my God! I used to have them so bad. And the more I focus on that, the oh, Mother Vernell, the worst the worst my headache got. 
it, it just got so bad. I couldn't understand it. But I thank God for deliverance. Mm-mm. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a level of standard. And I believe that. I believe you're there. I believe you're there. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a level of standard. And I believe everybody that hears this message is there. If you're not there, you look in the mirror and say, why am I not there? Yeah. Ask yourself that question. Most of the time it's the flesh. I can tell you that right now. I'm a witness. It's your flesh. That's why you're not there. So you got to succumb to that. You got to die to that. You can't do nothing with that. Flesh, flesh and blood can't enter in the kingdom. So if flesh and blood cannot enter in the kingdom, how do you think that you're going to have revelation or spiritual understanding? Because you got to die to what you want. It's no more I, but it's Christ that lives in me. Because once we realize it's through him that we, we live and we move and we have our being. The light comes on, don't it? Like, click, click, let, let, you not your own anyway. Click. The light comes on. Once you know that it's through him, it's him. It's by him, the Ruah, breath of God, breathing on you, that you, you live and you move and you have your being. We, we not doing nothing. It's through him. Once we realize that, that's the catalyst. That's the, that's the vehicle that'll get you to where you need to be. And I'm finished. I'm done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm turning it over to our apostle.